Exhaustive deconstruction of the classic 90s sitcom Full House. I am one of your co-hosts, Brandon Shockney, and to my immediate left is my fellow co-host, Santa's little helper himself. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> With a hee-hee-hee and a ho-ho-ho, I do say it's me, John Pernasek, and together Brandon and I are just a couple of rude, rude dudes. Rude dudes. We're, We're just, just a couple, couple of rude dudes. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. <laughs> That's as far as the bit would allow itself yep, to go. Yep. The bit spoke to us. <laughs> we didn't speak to the bit. Right. Uh, but we are not alone, Brandon. Is no, right? never alone. Uh, we have a very special honorary rude dude uh, with us today who will go ahead and introduce herself now. Hey, y'all. It's me, Asia. I'm busting in the house like Kimmy Gibbler, you know. Ooh, not Ooh. nearly enough Kimmy Gibbler this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. She's my favorite character, and I was very underwhelmed. She mm-hmm. was too busy spending Christmas with her next her door family? crazy family. <laughs> yeah. I know. I want mm-hmm. their Christmas episode. Yeah. yeah. What is it? What is it? We're sacrificing another person this year. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Like slicing That's them the up. That's the reboot we needed. Yeah. <laughs> I needed to know what was going yeah. on over there the I, whole time. I think the Gibblers are like cultists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like in that my story. mind. Yeah, I like this fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I this need that head cannon, if you will. <laughs> I like it. Yes, head cannon. Uh, Asia, how did you grow up with Full House, mm-hmm. if at all? I mean, I'm like a classic TGIF, Mm -hmm. so all of those shows were, that's what I watched. And then I revisited Full House as it was in syndication whenever it was on. I think when it was actually on, I wasn't quite interested in men yet. Mm -hmm. And then once the syndication, like the Nick at Night era, it was, um, oh, Uncle Jesse's real fine. Like, he's (laughs) really, really, really fine. And then that's like, yeah, that's when I like really was like, oh, wait, John Stamos is maybe the most attractive person on earth. And that kind of fueled my John Stamos obsession. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really enjoyed this episode. (laughs) Lots of John Stamos. And then Bob, and then you were like, "I love John Stamos," but then Bob Saget came onto the screen, and you were like, "Wait a second, never mind." What is what's the, what is he go, what is he doing? What is this going on? Yeah, Who's this Bob Saget. The thing is, is that I I the around the second time I was watching Full House, I knew that Bob Saget was a comedian, and I was like familiar with the fact like with how he ended up with this job and mm-hmm. how strange it was. Mm-hmm. And so now I was watching it like, you dirty old man, you dirty nasty, you say curse words, yeah. you say dirty things, Bob Saget. You get away from those children, you dirty. Just li- <laughs> just lying to America yeah. every like, week. Like, you are a fraud. You yeah. stop smiling. And America's Funniest Home Videos. He was yeah. pulling double duty on the And lines. I love that show, too. Yeah, right? And I was like, this whole time, you just wanted to say some curse words. I love how his whole attitude for so long was, I resent the show because it doesn't allow me to speak to my level of humor. And it's like, but you chose to do America's Funniest Home Videos. You just chose to make money. Yeah. Admit it. Choose. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody's mad at you for making money. Admit yeah. it. Also, don't complain about it. <laughs> I put him on the stand. <laughs> And I'm going to watch this, what I do to him. Suck it! <laughs> he pisses himself. Oh, I admit 
get it. I just wanted money. I'm so tall. What's his net worth? Yeah. Well, you joined us to watch an episode known as Arresty Merry Gentlemen. Arresty Merry Gentlemen. I like those words. I like those words. I like those lyrics. Tater tot. If you came across Brandon and I in the street, and we weren't, like, you had never met us before, and you were moments away from passing from this mortal coil into the great unknown of heaven above, the last thing that you would need to do before meeting St. Peter would be to boil this down to a sentence. How would you explain what happened in this episode in a sentence? Mickey Rooney cons children into being his new family. Mickey Rooney looks at a family and thinks two words, meal ticket. This store is failing, like, so he's just trying to cash in on the hotness that is the Olsen. I'd, I'd say that's a pretty, that's a very good succinct, oh yeah, we've frozen on a... <laughs> yeah. oh, She's goodness. my child now. So yeah, Mickey Rooney is very much all up in this episode. We, all up in. We have frozen on a, a, a grin that makes him look like a sickly, just peppermint potato of a man. Uh, if you think this grin is anything, this is tame compared to his actual laugh he does in this, in this episode. A lot of laughing, a lot of leaning into whatever Olsen we're seeing, he's doing a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> he goes between that and like, no. <laughs> no touching, Mickey. Um, hey, get fake. out of my store. Hey, get out. <laughs> he's like yeah. mad. Some fake vomit. <laughs> Give me a fun box. Oh, oh God. That is a terrible phrase. <laughs> fun box when they said that. <laughs> he says it as if he really loathes his business. I think yeah. so. Like, why would I be here in this fun box? It's, oh, it's a little distressing. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, the show can only be properly discussed by first examining the cold open It's Christmas. So surprisingly, there is no twins in the cold open. Excuse me. No twins. No twins. No, no. Their, their plot is to be determined. <laughs> See, yeah, right? They heavy lifting, they, but not quite. They're in the plot B of this show. Hell so, yeah. therefore, they have no place in the cold open. No. It's kind of crazy. We've been noticing this, more, noticing this more lately, that the cold open just kind of serves as, like, here's what's going to happen. It's a, yeah, it's the door <laughs> through the, which we walk. Right, whereas they used to be completely removed. I think I liked that better when they were just like, here's a joke. Yeah, I that, love a good joke. That maybe took place on a different day. A little You'll never know. Or something? You'll never know. I still say the worst cold open that we've ever seen is from the seventh season. And this is a perfect example of what you're talking about, what you say you prefer. Yeah. Which is Becky presenting Nikki and Alex with bagels. And Nikki and Alex are like, get a hole in my bagel. <laughs> and she's like, all right, well, here. And she takes two strawberries, puts them in the holes, and she goes, there, I fixed it. And I thank mommy. Uh, everywhere. <laughs> See, doesn't that sound so much better than like this plotty yeah. cold open? It's like a pilot. Like, I don't need you to give so much exposition in the cold open. I want right. bits. I want yeah. visual bits. Put a strawberry in a hole. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we spend so much time in a house of gags, and yet the show is afraid of the gags. Full it's house true. of gags. Full house um, of gags. I love it. So, uh, in this cold open, we have the girls are all in. Uh, uh, Michelle and Stephanie's room. Girl night rapping party. Right? <laughs> they're ma- they're wrapping up the gifts for their fam. Um, and they're surprised because Michelle has, for the first time ever, purchased a real gift. Big money. Do you remember that, um, just to segue for a second, do you remember the, the when you made that transition? When it was like, oh, I actually like am buying 
stuff for family members. I feel mm-hmm. like she hit it much sooner than I did. Like, yeah. I feel like mine was probably college. Yeah. <laughs> like, before it was just like, Mom, what did you get them? Put my name on that card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was like, once I was in college, and ha- like, that's when I was like, oh, I guess I'm not Christmas shopping with someone else this time yeah. to pay for it. I guess I should pay for it myself. As, right. yeah, as a kid, it's your job, once the present is open, for you to see what it is and then go, you're welcome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew you'd like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. College for me, too. Because, like, yeah, it was always that thing of, like, hey, Dad, you want to come out with me to go buy a present for Mom? <laughs> hey, Mom, you want to come out with me to go buy a present for Dad? There, there was definitely that element of, like, yeah, I, I remember going with my aunt once to the mall in Pittsburgh and, at, like, her helping me pick things out. Like, I was not paying for these gifts but I think it was it was for some reason it was important for me I was like I do I want to like pick something that I think Mm -hmm. that this person in my family would like right it's a good skill to have yes 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 very nice quality a good gift giver Mm -hmm. not everybody's good at that I I I I struggle I struggle (laughs) I struggle with my family now finding like good things that are like because when you're when also when you're younger it's like oh I, mom I can get you something from like Bath and Body Works and I'm like mm-hmm. I'm a kid I don't really know what you like but I've tried and now I'm like I'm almost thirty I should like know what my mom would want yeah. you know um, as an adult uh, so as a it, kid you know that like okay they like this in a kid's mind it's like the only thing that they like is this yeah I've seen this mm-hmm. before so I'm gonna get this and Judy likes cows. Everybody gets her cows. Put something on with a cow on it. Just find it. Yeah, it's a Body Works. Do you have a uh, cow body wash? Yes, we do. <laughs> it's on sale. It's Dalma- <laughs> It's Dalmatian, but uh, we'll just tell them it's cow. <laughs> uh, so uh, Michelle has bought her dad a very terrible like gag novelty tie. A party tie. It is uh, the re- party tie. Yes. yes. So she doesn't feel like it's a gag at all. She no. feels like it's a very smart. Sensible. It's a wooden tie, Mm -hmm. which I don't think I've ever seen before. Can you imagine actually wearing that? Well, when we see, no, because when we, I didn't understand how it went around the neck until we see Becky using it. Mm -hmm. And it's got like a Velcro, like one size fits neck Mm -hmm. (laughs) Velcro strap. And that was the part that really confused me, how Mm -hmm. you actually put the damn thing on. Yeah. And then it's got, it's it's just a very long uh, red wooden tie with a, cup holder on the front, like glued to the front where someone can like set a beer, but not Danny. Mm-hmm. Never. He oh, would never. No. It's absolutely a gift that you would see like the boss wearing. At like, <laughs> yeah, the Christmas party. Yeah, the party's gotten a little bit too, uh, like there's a funk in the room. Like everybody's <laughs> just a little bit too worked up. He's, he's got that tie with the beer. He's got like mistletoe on his belt. Of loop. course, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at this guy. He's two turns, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Jenny, you like it? No. Uh, Bobby, you like it? Mr. Johnson, can you please remove <laughs> your penis? We all hate Mr. Johnson. <laughs> oh, he's lonely on Christmas. No, he's a horrible person. He's just awful 24-7. He's yeah. the one that's coming up and he's like, <laughs> I haven't talked to my family. Your family. <laughs> where, where can I go tonight? Your nose is so splotchy. Why is your nose so splotchy? I'll bring wine. (laughs) If my wife calls, tell her you haven't seen me. I'm not. I, I love duck. So uh, she she's she's got this this wooden tie, um, which is an upgrade because usually she bought she makes cereal related presents. Mm -hmm. So like. Uh, I believe the Frosted Flake earrings or Tony the Tiger earrings, which were just Frosted Flakes. Mm -hmm. Well, DJ also (laughs) says, I still use my Rice Krispies retainer container. Okay. Retainer container. Container. I like that. 
that coming out of a... I don't know what we think we're doing with that line. <laughs> That's like, a disgusting like, idea. Held together by marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you gotta put a you gotta put a line in there just because it rhymes, yeah. not because it makes any actual sense. You need that two seconds to fill out that whole cold open. Like it's still two seconds too I short. I mean, they said didn't she make a Cheerio sombrero or something like uh, Fruit Loops, Loops from Vero? What what is that? how? Yeah. You take a sombrero that already Cover it in glue, sprinkle yeah. atop Fruit Loops. Is that yeah. what we're doing? Yep. Okay. You spend $40 on the sombrero, <laughs> $2 on the Fruit Loops. On the Fruit Loops. And guess who's not having Fruit Loops for breakfast? Anybody else in this family. Yeah. I've used yes. them all for this hat. <laughs> I'm too busy wearing them. <laughs> and now we have ants. I do not wear so. what I eat. Fur is murder. <laughs> Fur is murder. Fur um, is murder. But everybody in that room, when they see that party tie, are like, cool. Cool. He's going to hate it. Your life He's going to hate it. <laughs> Well, and Kimmy's too busy wrapping a box of sunny-side-up eggs that she's going to put under the Christmas tree for her aunt. And then she took, like, the head of a hammer and removed it from the handle. <laughs> and she's like, here, My mother. family's weird. <laughs> I don't know if you get this, but we're not family, so. I think that's the cold open. That is the cold open. Burr. 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 Starting to warm up in here. Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> let's let's dive right in. That When Becky comes in, I love that there's this moment where she goes, <laughs> Mm. <laughs> do mine nose deceive me? I swear I do partake of the bouquet of a succulent turkey, a delicious pumpkin pie, and a, what? The, there's a third thing. The pumpkin pie is a third one. It was like I don't know. So lots of food. Yeah, yeah turkey. She's like pulling yeah, a Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I'm like, what are you, a bloodhound? Yeah. Calm down, sis. I saw the bones of the bird. <laughs> Who's been here? Yeah. And English one? <laughs> Danny's just like, it's Christmas in a can. Yeah. It's, it's like a potpourri <laughs> thing. Yeah. And I what think Bob that? Sackett even coughs trying to get through his next line. He's like, how are you? How, where were you? <laughs> God. I'm sure that thing smelled terrible. I don't believe right? that that smelled like that? No. A, tur- a turkey pie. It's just spray. Bu- it's just bug spray that they repackaged. <laughs> it's like the toothbrush at the end that yeah. they just painted red and white. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but- it's sung. What do you mean? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you're ruining the, you're ruining the world <laughs> the I created. Right. Uh, but Becky's got, got some stocking stuffers and she's opining about how, man, what a setup. Everyone loves Christmas. Everyone's happy on Christmas. And, and, uh, yeah, and then in busts in jo- jo- Joey and Jesse, and Jesse's like, you fuck nut. <laughs> you stupid piece of shit. <laughs> Get out of here. Like, they're, they're mad because they were out about in the crowd. It's Christmas Eve. Yeah. Can't be out at the mall at Christmas Eve. Were they with Becky or were they doing their own separate shopping trip? Well, they were going to the dry cleaners to pick up Joey's... Mm-hmm. Oh, n- Santa. Santa suit? Santa yeah. suit. He says he's playing Santa's helper, and yet he is dressing up as Santa. The dry cleaners was crazy on Christmas Eve. <laughs> Everybody's dry cleaning their Santa suits. <laughs> I saw two women having a slap fight over a Lego nativity set. I remember that line almost word for word. <laughs> the With, Lego nativity set, yeah. I visualized it in my head like, I'd watch that movie. Yeah, it's a half brick for the, the Lego. <laughs> Lego nativity story. I don't holler at me, Lego. Like, what's up? Let's get in the writer's room and, like, bang this out. I would love that. And then, like, Batman shows up. (laughs) He's like one of the wise men. Yeah. We need baby Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Baby Jesus becomes a superhero. Oh, my God. We saved the world. This is great. This is great, guys. Come on. Yeah, we're sitting on Give us some development. Baby Jesus is voiced by... Alec Baldwin. (laughs) He's playing babies these days. Can you stick with it? (laughs) He's the new voice 
a baby. Hey, yeah, he did baby boss. Boss baby. Baby boss. Boss baby boss. We're sitting on a uh, $10 million pitch. Easily. We just pitch it, then we just walk away. We yeah, don't even I don't need... even need anything. I don't want to be in it. Lego no. Nativity would make $200 million because it hits all the demographics. I'd go see it. <laughs> yeah, of course, right? I'm the sure. nerds that love Lego, mm-hmm. they're going. Families. Love. Jesus. We're, <laughs> we're, we're like throwing around this like, we're having fun, but there is a movie that's in development right now. Oh, we're having fun. Uh, <laughs> we have fun here. We do. But, There's a movie that's in development called like the like the the first star like it's it's a non Christmas Christmas title okay. but it's an animated movie that's going to be this huge studio release but it's about the birth of Jesus from the animals' point of view oh. and it's got like do they know it's been Key done already many times and King of the Hill the manger babies Luann that's their whole thing oh yeah <laughs> the manger babies and she's like yeah and they tell about the birth of Jesus from the animals' point of view like verbatim I just watched that episode the other day. Uh. Well, I was okay. like, verbatim, that's how Luann describes yeah. her puppet show. So, yeah, someone so was streaming Netflix, <laughs> King of the Hill through Netflix, and they were like, wait, 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 wait. Mm, that's a good no, idea. No, this Luan. is public domain. I can just take this. Brittany Murphy's wild underrated. <laughs> she gets <laughs> dropped some gems. Murphy. Yeah. That's amazing. Right, but, like, this, the cast of this movie is, like, Keegan-Michael Key and, like, Oprah's in it. I know Oprah's in it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I can't wait to watch is, this. Who's Keegan-Michael like, Michael, Michael, Who's Keegan-Michael I have no idea who these people are playing. sheep. A sheep. I'm trying to think of what animals are going to be there. No, it'd be a, he's a camel. T- he, he's camel. tall, right? Keegan uh, Michael Key is totally a camel. Yeah. He's like a tall dude. Hey, man, Lan- I got all these lanky, water in my humps. Lanky. <laughs> he sounds like Keegan Michael Key impression. I'm never thirsty. <laughs> uh, well, got me walking around here with two humps. <laughs> you only got one hump. Jordan Peele is like, I'm fine. <laughs> that's, a I'm pretty, fine. that's a good Keegan Michael Key. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, Oprah, Oprah's got to be something like really classy. Yeah. She'll be like a sparrow. A, a dove. Ooh, a dove. Sparrow. Uh. Sparrow's in the desert. <laughs> she's a, she's a Girl, world. Jesus over here. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> she's a World War II carrier pigeon. Hello. I've come with a message. And then I would love it if all the humans in the movie are like the Charlie Brown adults. No, they're all played by animals, actually. Yeah. <laughs> all the humans are played by just their oh, pets. Right. That, high con- that high of a concept, I'd be like, two, please. <laughs> are you see it twice. Are you with someone? Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I just want to lay down casually <laughs> across two really seats. Really soak it in. <laughs> yeah. 9 a.m. 3D showing, 11.20 non-3D showing, I'm please. <laughs> I want to see how it 9 a.m. 11.20? Man. It's a short, it's a short movie. <laughs> no, uh, no, I was going to say it's long. That's like two and a half hours. Oh. <laughs> uh, the longer, the better. <laughs> it, it travels like a little bit before the birth, and then yeah. it yeah. a little bit after it the birth. It kind of segues into live-action Passion of the Christ. <laughs> It's a prequel to Passion, actually. There's a point where it just devolves into live action. Well, the animation is slowly washing away. Like, it's sort of inking away. Yeah, this is great. I love this. I I washed my hands of you, Jesus. Michelle comes down, ready to... um, Put it under the tree. Put put the the, uh, tie under the tree when Becky reveals that she bought this stupid gag gift. And it's the same gift. It's the tie. Dumbest thing she's ever seen. Yeah, she bought it for Joey. And they think, oh, he's going to hate it. And then everyone at the table, including Danny and Jesse, are both like, that's so ugly. That's the worst thing I've ever seen. Blah, blah, blah. Well, is the idea that Joey would like it? I, like, I think she got it for Joy because he's supposed to be, like, yeah. the gags. goof. Yeah. He loves gags. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it's, the, it's the thing, like, oh, I like terrible things. Like, <laughs> but I'm acknowledging that it's terrible. Yeah, they hate Joey. Yeah. They think he's terrible, so it would only He's makes, a terrible thing that they yeah, love, yeah. so. <laughs> that <laughs> they keep around. Yeah. Where Michelle, because of her crazy child brain, she thinks, oh, this was, like, 
I didn't think this was a gag gift. This I thought my be. dad would love this. Yeah. Genuinely. Because she's like, you can put your drink in there so you have your hands free to eat cookies. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to eat cookies. And then there's a drink right here. <laughs> Becky takes like an open container. And I'm like, not an open container. <laughs> I don't think that would it's not work. That splash, splash. Splish, splash. Just dance a little You're going to be taking a bath. <laughs> You know what's funny is that um, as gaggy as this gift is, my mother had a very similar thing. It was a necklace that held wine glasses that she got from like wine conventions. Like she would go to like these different wine tastings and conventions and stuff. And they actually Mm -hmm. had like a lot of stuff that was to hold your wine glass while you do other things with your hands. So I'm with Michelle here. Like it's practical. How, how do you remember how low the necklace was? Yeah, how does that work? Like could you Uh, drink? It was like, it like had like, uh, so the cup holder was like this, mm-hmm. and the stem sat in it. Okay. So it was like almost like a little pendulum. So you could put like a little straw. So it was sort yes. of designed so that the balance of it couldn't be thrown off. Yeah. And so also think, like yeah. not filled your glass to the top. But also they right. were like portable wine glasses, you know, the ones okay. that aren't glass that you, they have lids on them. So I guess those would go best with the wine holder necklace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I'm saying is that people like to drink. And they need their hands free for other activities. Hey, guys. I mean, I know Christmas is kind of far away. <laughs> I know we're having fun. But maybe keep this in mind for me. What could you do with your hands if you didn't have to hold a drink? Think about how great recording this would be right now if we all had wine that we could just... Yeah, you just put a straw in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it comes in bras, too, where they're like the bra with the straw in it. You're just oh. like... Bra with the straw. Is that a real thing? <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. This I was about to say, this wine Introducing industry. Introducing the straw bra. <laughs> it's bottomless, because it's like, just come up with more ideas. Yeah, where can I put wine? Where can I hide wine? There's like a yeah. whole industry. Pants like, wine. Yeah, hiding your wine. There's like a, there's a camel backpack thing. I was just thinking of like a backpack. But like, yeah, the bra one is cool, because it's like, also, if you needed a padded bra, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, I'll just fill it with wine, get a few extra cups in there. And then maybe by the end of the night, they know that I'm flat chested. But at least when they first <laughs> see me, the night. I'm just like one cup stacked up here. <laughs> one, cu- one cup is like a chilled white. The other <laughs> is like yeah, room temperature, like mm, red, 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 red. Mm, nice. It's oaky. That's yeah. Over here. Oh, God. If you were if you were sipping red and white <laughs> back and forth all night, you're going to have a hard time on yeah, a Tuesday. That's a, that's a bad hangover. <laughs> yeah. That's not. Yeah. yeah. That's not good I work. drank from my wine bra on Monday. <laughs> I had a hard time at work the next day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Michelle is like, she has this revelation of like, oh, I'm just a jerk to this, Pippa. <laughs> my, oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah, you had my gift. I get it, daddy. I'll burn the house down. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Well, it's a very dark season. <laughs> yeah. But she's going to take that gift and straight up put it in the fire. Yeah. So Jesse, like, sees her doing this, stops her, realizes what the gift is, and Michelle's like, you have to take uh, you have to take me to the store to exchange it. Um, so because I don't have any more money, but uh, you know we can get something else for him tonight. Just like tonight. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's what Christmas he said. Eve out there with those animals. But yeah, he's basically like, "Fuck you, I'm not going out." She's like, "But please, he's like, guilt will work." Meanwhile. There's this inexplicable... We were, I think, all confounded by this gag with Joey, DJ, and Stephanie. It's like DJ and Stephanie clearly didn't have enough to do. So they were like, let's work them into... Like, we got to just figure out yeah. a gag for so, them. So Joey got the wrong Santa suit at the dry cleaners, and so it's short and, uh, like, doesn't fit. It's yeah, small. it's tight. Yeah. Um, so they're trying to stuff the pillow into his Santa suit while he already has the jacket and the belt on. It's mm. like... Put yeah. in the pillow. Well, he, they're stuffing the, the pillow up while he's trying to buckle. Because it seems like the suit fits him. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't fit him with the pillow. Mm-hmm. But if 
feels like it probably would if he just took off the belt. Yeah. And so I don't even understand what part of this makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Well, and Dave Koya is not a thin guy. Like, don't even worry about it. Like, like how fat does Santa have to be? Is there, like, a minimum requirement? Is there a weight requirement? Yeah. It's the opposite of, like, body shape. It's like, <laughs> Santa must be big. Oh, that Santa's too lean. No. Bigger. Gross. Big. I, I like to uh, feed my Santa. I'm <laughs> Just a feeder. Fatten him up. Yeah. Eat this cake, Santa. Please. Please, no. Oh, my gosh, guys. Oh, oh. What if Santa gets, like, super lean during the off-season and then, like, fattens himself up for Christmas? Yeah. yeah. Just to, just to please you people. Beach, yeah. beach what if he really body. wants to be healthy and he's like a vegan mm-hmm. and he's just like really fit, but he knows that if he shows up to your house all skinny and svelte looking that you guys will be like, oh, Christmas is canceled. Who's this guy? I reject you. Three, <laughs> three times I reject you, Santa. Mm-hmm. You're not jolly. Your face doesn't have yeah. a jiggle like jelly or whatever ooh, that poem ooh, says. Are you having that whole pie, Santa? How about you wash it down with this can of custard? Yeah. Please all no. these cookies and stuff. It's like triggered. Leave him alone. That's Rudolph. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's just a man! <laughs> he took me in! He don't so, care about me! This is the gingerbread man from Shrek, to be fair. <laughs> oh, that's the glowing took man. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're doing that whole gag. A couple of little uh, straight-up Steven Spielberg gremlins walk in. <laughs> and you're like, do they know what is Santa doing to our He's cousins? He's hurting them. He's hurting them. Oh, no! Oh, yeah, the very round vowels. Oh, yeah. Oh. Monster. <laughs> He's a monster. Monster. Uh, and they run to Becky and she's like, what is, I can't even, why, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> These stupid little like nuggets just like clinging to me. What do you want? Scary. All right. Well, I guess I'll just force you to, like, you know, instead of you being scared of Santa, I'm just going to drown you in Santa culture. <laughs> you're going to like him, that. and you're going to like it. You're yeah. going to like liking him. Yeah, let's just knock this whole The whole out. thing out? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, they do that. At one point, Comet, the wet-nosed reindeer, mm-hmm. walks into the set, uh, fully decked out in Brandon reindeer attire. He's got the nose and the antlers and mm-hmm. the collar. He's pulling a wagon. Very cute. Mm-hmm. They, they do things to make the kids love Santa again. Now, when both of you saw this, your reaction was to tell these little babies that Santa is not real. Yeah, it's not that important that they believe in Santa, it's I done. think. I think it's more I important. Think I think you should do that important. with um, maybe have uh, uh, Muslim cookies and show your children that people are different and that they should, maybe that's who you should. To depict Mohammed in the form of a <laughs> That's going to send. I wasn't going to think any of that. I was thinking more send like Europe a, into a tizzy. Somebody in a hijab cookie. <laughs> sure. You know, so, so when you see them, this it's is, not weird. This is a somebody have, in a hijab cookie. And sensible, you have an immediate, like, happy, positive response yeah. to them. Like, oh, look at that person. They're different than me, but I've had them in cookie form. I know they're delicious. I've had them. So in, I have no prejudice this, anymore. This sensible frosted t- hijab. Yes, as, as, <laughs> it was as, delicious. As a child, this is all just stemming from Brandon's. Santa. Yes. <laughs> for years. Because you had Santa, everyone I has to have could, Santa. I would not want to deny my children the magic. But if your kids were having, like, honestly, like, a real-life version of this, which is, they were so scared of They're, the idea Oh, come on. <laughs> they, those kids were traumatized. They saw oh, Santa beating up their cousins. I'm asking you to come at this, to try and come at this from just a different perspective. Right. Like, if your kids genuinely were like, whatever this is, whatever you're trying to tell <laughs> no. us, it's scary your, to us. Your reaction was, 
these kids are scared, and you're like, ugh, look, it's, it's not real. <laughs> I'm I mean, like, I'm a parent. Through, I don't want to deal with this they bullshit. They go through such lengths, though. Like, they live, like the whole B plot is them trying to convince it's them exhausting. that this imaginary mm-hmm. person yeah. shouldn't be scary. But, like, imaginary people are scary. <laughs> and then, honestly, if a guy comes through your chimney, like, you should be scared. Like, you're trying to train them to have irresponsible reactions fear. in general. Yeah. Like, you should fear a strange man giving you random things. You don't know him. Well, and how, how can you teach them to love this character? When uh, Imagine if your, like, brother or brother-in-law was like, hi, little kids. So you ready for Santa to fucking come <laughs> busting his ass down your goddamn chimney in if the middle of the night? He watches you while you're sleeping. If, <laughs> if covers will not hide you. If you came over... And started saying it like this to my children, then yes, that would be messed up. That's how Bob Sackett said it, though. And, but you would still try to push the idea that I'd Santa be like, is. "Hey, guys, Santa is come okay, on." Brandon, when did you find out? What that, is Santa? Yeah. What is Santa? What is Santa? For when did you find Explain out? Explain it to us. We're afraid. Yeah. <laughs> I I think I stopped believing in Santa at here eight, it is eight maybe nine. That's probably a fine yeah. sensible time. Single digits sound reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was single digits. Did it make you sad? It did. To sort of understand. That. Yeah, I think I kind of knew, but I got confirmation, mm-hmm. and it made me. I had that Wasn't reaction that, of like, no. Wouldn't it be more of like a letdown then? Because like now you know that it, you've been living a lie for the past eight or nine no, years. No, because I look at it from now, and I go, oh, I'm so glad I had that. I think there's experience. value in. Are you glad you had Santa? Or are you glad you had gifts? Because Santa. gifts are dope. <laughs> I get gifts, gifts, I get gifts, cookies, I get most of the Santa things. He can't I'm hear you. I'm you glad know I that, had. Right? He can't hear you. He hears you. you when you're sleeping and when you're awake, okay? Both? Yeah. I I love him. Santa <laughs> is not your God. Yes. <laughs> he is. That's I right. think there is value because I don't want to have kids. But if I had kids, I think there is value in an alternate raising of kids, which is the idea of like Christmas is a time when we remind ourselves that like we appreciate each other we don't take each other for granted and we give each other gifts and that's what christmas is it doesn't i don't necessarily let, think you have to like let me share lying to children let me yeah. share this magical moment with you <laughs> uh, okay imagine this brandon's I'm, christmas there let's babe. go there let's I'm, go there i'm five years old mm-hmm. i'm living in germany at the time germany um don't they have scary santa yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear about their Santa. (laughs) His name is Kligstaff. (laughs) (laughs) He takes his Kligstaff and, yeah, he twists it and makes it sound. (laughs) No. It could be game. I was was out. I I remember it was was snowing. And it had just snowed. This was Christmas Eve. It had just snowed um, out. out, uh, There was this fresh patch of snow out. We had, like, a little balcony in our our, uh, place. What I didn't know at the time was that my, my family's friend... Was was dr- dressed up as Santa for some like he was going to like some thing right some event, but a drunken they, Christmas. Party. They asked him to like <laughs> come by. So I remember I remember my my family being like Brandon come out like come out on the balcony and I come out there and I saw like Santa like walking across the snow and like uh, like at a distance. Like, like it, was, it was from the balcony, but it was, like, right right here. It wasn't, like, toughen it. It wasn't mm-hmm. far away. It was, like, right right down here. What's, like, weird about this? This is at night? It was, like, 7 o'clock. <laughs> oh, twilight. Okay. Yeah. So like, twilight. no. It wasn't. I was, like, we just had, like, finished dinner or something. And he was walking across, and then he turned, and he said, he said, like, Merry Christmas, Brandon. And he knew mm-hmm. my name. And that, like, was, like, oh, my God, this is the man himself. And then I like, kept walking. I remember like that was 
a magical moment for me. I was so excited about Santa. <laughs> and I think that's okay for a five-year-old to love something and that can I, much. Can I be frank with you guys? Yes. Yeah. Santa's for white people. <laughs> because do you guys remember that episode of the Cosby show where Olivia's like, hey, I have a few questions about this Santa guy. <gasps> I went to the mall, saw a white Santa. Then I went to another store, saw a black Santa. <laughs> then I saw a Chinese Santa. I have so many questions. <laughs> and so they had to like talk in circles to try to like explain to Olivia like, oh, that's um, amazing. Santa changes his race based on whatever house he's in. I don't in. remember. I've, so I've seen most of the So you're Chinese, show. then you're Santa's Chinese. And like, she's like, okay. And so then she has to go and explain that to all of her friends. And I'm just like, see, now you're just opening up a whole, you had to create more and more lies to get yourself out of the original lie of Santa. And it's like, why don't you just tell her the truth? <laughs> She understands how like race and culture works and how gift giving works, and now you got to come up with a, a race change in Santa. It's like Olivia didn't have time for that. She came to get gifts, and now she's just like having an existential crisis as a four year old. Yeah. Why are you putting four year olds to that? Just tell her it's not real. Just be like, you know what? These are actors who play a character named Santa who represents and symbolizes gift giving and joy. And they're like, okay, that makes me more sense than a shape shifting, racially ambiguous Rachel's Dolezal Santa. Like, sounds magical. <laughs> Brandon, let's Brandon, write it into a movie. Let's make it a movie then. CGI that shit. Brandon's yes. like Brandon's tiger mom like grip on his childhood. I think he still believes in Santa. I'm gonna be honest with you. You will not take this from me. Don't try. You, also, you, you know what? You deserve it. I also had this on. idea of uh, for Easter. I liked the idea of telling kids that not only was there an Easter bunny. But I came up with this new idea of like. How old were you when you came up with this? Great idea. Yesterday. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> this recently. I think no, like I thought of. I thought it was funny. Like in college, probably I came up with this like funny idea. I was <laughs> so oh, funny. Oh boy! Oh boy! It was this. Go. It was the sneaky bunny, and he would try to like take the eggs, and so you, you would have to find them before oh, the sneaky bunny. Like a swiper no swiping situation. Mm, yeah, <laughs> probably just a swiper no swiping situation. I was capitalizing on... I mean, that works, though. Yeah, so that's a great Easter bunny and a sneaky bunny? Mm-hmm. What's the sneaky bunny look like? Mm-hmm. He's got a mustache. Ooh. Did Swiper have a mustache? No. And an eye patch? He had, like, a bandana, I think. Ba- it's, a, it's, a, it's a bandana, an eye patch, a scar <laughs> going down his neck. A tattoo across his chest that says, his fuck mom. you. <laughs> or mom. Or mom. Fuck you, mom. Yeah, probably both. Yeah. <laughs> look, different, different stories... Different ways of raising children. Uh, Brandon thinks that his way is the only way. <laughs> Brandon likes lying to children. Mm-hmm. If I could have Santa raise my children for me, <laughs> I'd send them. I'd ship them off. What if there was a Santa boarding school, like a Christmas boarding school that you just like send your kid to? <laughs> that's a movie. They to, call to it perpetuate Santa. They call it an apprenticeship, but it's really just sweat labor. <laughs> Here, make this toy. Yeah, make these toys that don't exist in real life. Every time in a Santa movie, it's like, I'm making a wooden horse. I'm making an old-fashioned dolly. Here's no. a block I made. I used, yeah. to, I used to think that Santa would make, like, my PlayStation games. <laughs> <laughs> a little microscope, like, okay. Making a Game Boy Tweezers. game. Yeah, there you well, go. Here's your cartridge. Thank you for Thank making you. Tomb Raider for me. <laughs> I programmed Santa this computer game for you. Zelda. <laughs> he loves it. He has a lot of skills, man. Santa made Tomb Raider, and then I got my first boner. Thank you. Santa. <laughs> to, to wrap that whole uh, segment up, uh, Joey shows up as the Easter Bunny for no reason. Kids get scared of that. And it sort of does it. It, it all kind of comes out in the wash once Mickey Rooney shows up as Santa. But I want to now go backwards. Let's, let's take it back. Yeah, so we, so we go to the fun box. <laughs> we haven't even gotten yet to <laughs> Mr. Rooney. Fun box. Uh, I would say that Mickey Rooney is the best part of this episode. 
Yes. I, I would agree. The, the uh, acting only, is better. Only second to uh, Michelle's velour top. Oh, her vest? Lo- yeah, lots of vests mm-hmm. and lots of velour. So I appreciate that. That's really what caught my eye. Uh, yeah, she, she's got like, uh, even her scrunchie, I think, has like the same sort of velvet type fabric yes. as the vest. Nice little reflect. It looks so good in the lights. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, light I of Christmas. Love it's my favorite fabric. It's got like that, uh, <laughs> that like, it's got like a cat sort of like, oh, it's like I'm petting an animal right now. Yes, I love it. Um, but yeah, they go to this uh, novelty store. There's a ton of uh, party ties, as we can see, that are. Uh, presented out on the rack. <laughs> and Mickey Rooney right from the get-go is just like, fuck you. You want to return? Yeah. Fuck you. He's trying to close the store before they even get in there. And Jesse he barges just... his way in. Oh, Ooh. yeah. They're both huge assholes in mm-hmm. this episode. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. j- like, if Mickey Rooney did want to call the cops, he does have for sure. a clear justification. You don't have a right to shop. <laughs> no. Yeah. Who do you think you are just barging into his store? He doesn't have to let you in. It's a store. See this sign? It says gone fishing. Bye. I have gone fishing. We closed. <laughs> but he bashes his way in, and he's basically, like, forcing Mickey Rooney to exchange this gift without a receipt. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, Mickey Rooney does say, well, his character's name is Drakehorn. Mr. Drakehorn. Drakehorn. Yeah. And he recognizes Michelle, but at the end of the day, he's just like, no, I'm not going to do a return. There's even a sign, as you pointed out, mm-hmm. that says, no returns, no refunds, no fucking, I think, checks. <laughs> yeah, none of that. Give me that cash. That foolishness. I sell fake vomit. <laughs> There's an adult section behind Yeah, it's going to break. I know it's going to break. You can't bring it back. An, yeah. adu- an adult section? You think yeah, I think like there's a, like, it's like a Spencer's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, like we've talked about yeah. recently. Yeah. That it's makes just, sense. It's, the, it's those uh, fuzzy dice. You roll them, and it says, like... Kiss leg. Mmm, kiss leg. And then you roll it again, and it's like, suck. Face. <laughs> suck. Just suck. 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 Two sucks. And a little underline. Oh. Mm, Just insert lines. whatever I want. <laughs> suck lines. lines. What? Okay. Mm, I'm, taking, <laughs> I'm taking liberty with this game. Yeah, more fun. More Brand, fun. Brandon's playing it by himself. Um, but yeah, at one point, Mickey Rooney. Kiss leg. <laughs> All right. Uh, Done. Mickey Rooney, like, shudders. Like, he pulls in those, like, fucking crazy business gates yeah. and locks them. And he's like, I just triggered a silent alarm. And now you're going to jail. You, I'm even going to throw you in jail, little girl. <laughs> a little oh, no. tiny Olsen baby. Do you know what will happen to you in jail? You'll love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah. So both of these men are sort of being rank assholes. Terrible people. Uh, but but I will say, Mr. Draghorn is throwing out some sick burns mm. on Uncle Jesse. Oh yeah, he got the nice one liners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> about like grease. Uh, like, don't blow your top. You'll start a grease fire. <laughs> Boom. He calls him an oil slick. He calls, calls him Fonzie. Fonzie. Yeah. I think the first line he says is, "Now wait a minute, sideburns." Yeah. <laughs> his sideburns. I actually did in the in the scene mm. where Michelle is guilting him into going. Mm-hmm. His sideburns are very ratty. Mm. Just like, like thin. They're not going into his mouth. If only. Uh, That's how I like my sideburns. Yeah. I want to lick the inside of my mouth and feel uh, my sideburns. Uh, my sideburns uh, are controlling me. I'm like a puppet. <laughs> it's, like a little muzzle. It's idle hands, but with uh, sideburns. Yeah. Um, and Michelle finally realizes in a very TV way, she's like, wait a minute. Maybe Mr. Drakehorn isn't angry. Maybe he's la 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 I'm not lonely. Lonely on Christmas. Here, have some pepper gum. I mean gum. Uh, <laughs> I hide These aren't be- gags. Yeah, I hide behind my pranks because they humiliate others and it makes me look good. Yes, my family hates me. They won't yeah. call me and they won't write me. 
Yeah, Jesse's like, why don't you go spend time with your family? He's like, which one? The one that won't call or the one that won't rock? The one that told me to sit on a goddamn rail spike? (laughs) (laughs) Or the one that told me to blow my brains out? (laughs) The one with the restraining order? Yeah. But like Mickey uh, Dracorn, I'm just going to call him Mr. Dracorn. Dracorn. He bonds with Michelle over all of these pranks that they pull on Jesse. Yeah, they do the, uh, what's the first one? Because I remember the rag, there's the... The water he, dribble one? Oh, there's, oh. yeah, it's the cup that... How does that work? It's got, oh, I don't know, the shape d- of the thing? I'm a, I don't know. Let's go find out, guys. Go, dribble go cup, cup technology is dribble cup. mystifying to me. <laughs> yeah, if you, anybody who knows about dribble t- cup technology, please yeah. Yeah. reach out. I'm yeah. curious. There, there's the cup, there's the towel that when you wipe it on your face, it results in you being like, dirty. Oil. Your face looks grosser yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, and then they do the, uh, oh, look, there's a dollar on the uh, street. Zip. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that Jesse's like getting f- viscerally angry. And Michelle's this. like, I think it's funny. I'll have a good laugh, huh? Oh, yeah. We're getting out of here. I'm, if I have to bust out. With an exploding cigar. He's like, you're going to out of here. Get out of here. They ultimately invite him to dinner because they realize he is like this sort of broken, sickly looking. It man. takes a while. He's like, why would I want to go? No, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. <laughs> They're like, come on. Why uh, I, so? I didn't even want you in here, even though I, uh, you're in I, here. Yeah, I, I, you I, in. He's got like, you got? he's got a little newsies cap. He's got his gray sweater over a, like a, it makes me think of a sailor, like this blue and white sailor top. Pardon me, Hades. Have you ever seen Pete's Dragon? Uh-uh. Uh, he's in the original Pete's Dragon movie, and he's great in it because he just has this whole... His character is a straight-up drunk. Back when Disney movies could just have a character that was an <laughs> alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he he's basically Maurice from Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Like, he shows up at the bar to be like, there's a fucking dragon in this town. But he has a whole number where he's sweating beads because he's so drunk and he's just singing about how he saw this dragon and literally everyone just pours beer on him and they're like fuck you drunk <laughs> suck a dick oh, God, oh his character's funny. name is lampy, lampy. Yeah, he, just gets, lampy. he just gets drunk in the lighthouse sounds like an adjective to describe a person who's drunk and has beer poured on him yeah i mean Aww, he's, he's, he's a lampy character. guy He's a treasure. He's he, a character. He started acting in like 1847. He had at this point six million TV and movie credits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, really? And I think he, I think he does well with material that is pretty sappy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So ultimately, he does decide to go with them uh, to Christmas dinner, Christmas yes. Eve dinner. He he grabs his Santa suit and he arrives uh, to surprise the the family and the twins. Now mind you, it's not a full Santa suit. I think it's just a Santa jacket and he has on sweats. Yeah, yeah. So the the, the fact that he doesn't have a beard or a beard, yes, is, just a jacket. Santa jacket. It's very that changes everything, right? If Santa didn't have a beard, I think it'd be way unsettling. God, you really need everything to just be in place. Don't Honestly, you? don't mess with his childhood. It's the body. It's the body shaming thing we're talking about. If you <laughs> if you showed Brandon a Santa that was too thin, he'd be like, "No, thin and non bearded. You know, hipster yeah. Santa. You wouldn't be into What's it." What's this? <laughs> this is nothing. Santa with like a little goatee, oh! yeah. soul patch. Santa, bring it down to here. What are you, Ethan Hawke? You fuck. <laughs> oh! He's like really fit and like just has a V neck on. Like a I like V neck. That's it. Yeah. Like hot Santa. Stop! I like him like that. Is this Rudolph? <laughs> <laughs> really dislike mm. Rudolph. What? What little bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Speak up. Who said me? 
I mean, he's gone through a lot already. I, I wouldn't try it with Rudolph. No, yeah. I, 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 he's already beat, like, everybody else. Like, like, he beat Dancer, Prancer, Donner, Vixen, Blitzen, Blitzen. I don't know. Blitzen. Spitzen. Blitzen, Wolf Blitzer. I hoved him. <laughs> Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> if Wolf Blitzer showed up in my Christmas dinner, I would say... I mean, fine, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> what if he just, like, gave Santa a ride? <laughs> Santa's like, yo, slays in the shop. <laughs> Santa, yo, come blitz. with me. I'm a hologram at your Christmas dinner. <laughs> All right, Wolf, you fuck. Uh, that's basically it, because Michelle gives Danny the Christmas toothbrush. It's musical. Bing, <laughs> and as you, as you wrote down, as they're all coming together for, like, the Hallmark moment, there's a very strange Bob Saget moment. Bob Saget takes the toothbrush and, like, tries to put it in Joey's mouth. It's just <laughs> happening in the background. Like, Joey's in a bunny suit. We have this, get, this like, Christmas story pink fucking bunny suit that he's wearing. And, and Bob Saget in the background is just like... <laughs> And he's got this like electric toothbrush coming at him. They're, they're just like at this point, they're just like phoning it in. Credits are over this part, baby. Toothbrush <laughs> 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 is my dick. Get no it. one's gonna see it. Turn garbage, man. Turn away. You go see the toothbrush. It's shaking. Electric. Uh, and then there's that moment where Mickey Rooney and Bob Saget put their heads together because Mickey Rooney's like, "Ha ha, come here!" And like Bob like puts his forehead on Mickey's head, like, "I love you, Mickey." They're best friends. Yeah. Well, also, uh, uh, Jesse gives him a portable phone so he can call his family. For Don't sure. That. And that's right. a really emotional moment. It's your grandpa. Honey. Honey. Merry Christmas to you, too. Uh, Mickey Rooney's eyes are tearing up in that scene. It's because oh. he's a good actor. He's a really good actor. For Christmas. His first credit was in 19... 19- Oh, 09 with Dorothy. He was in the train coming at the screen. <laughs> the very first movie. He was the train. <laughs> he did a I'm great job. That, <laughs> that kid's going to go places. Yeah. Um, but that's that's basically it. I think it's time to pass out some common awards mm, okay. for Wolfworthy fashion. Wolf. Wolf. These are awards that go to individuals who display a certain sense of disgusting fashion sense. Mm. Um, nothing. Tutu crazy in this episode, I would Tutu. say. Mm-hmm. Tutu. Isha, would you like to start us off? Is there anything that sticks out to you? Um, so many vests. A lot of, almost everybody had on a vest in this episode. Especially yeah, that, to think that cold of... open. Like, at least three out of the four girls had on vests. Kimmy, absolutely, I Kimmy think Kimmy had on a vest. Steph had on that black vest with a silk shirt on it that Kimmy, whole episode. Kimmy was doing, like, a pumpkin pie vest. Like, oh, a, yeah. a, like a tumble. <laughs> it's a tumble. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, DJ in that opening was wearing, like, some sort of, like, crazy black craft top. Yeah, I really, I love the craft, and I really liked her witchy aesthetic. Like, that was probably my favorite outfit. (laughs) Yeah. It was, like, I couldn't tell if it was tucked in or if it was cropped, but the skirt was, like, high-waisted and, like, down to her ankle plaid. (laughs) (laughs) But it was, like, I don't know. I liked it. I liked it in a very crafty way. It, she looked like a little... I love Teen Witches. They're like... That's my <laughs> favorite genre. Yeah. TV movie. Like, I just watched The Craft a couple weeks ago for the first time because someone was like, oh, you would love that movie. It's about bitches and who are witches. And I'm like, what? That movie Bitchy is... Bitchy witches? <laughs> that movie is insane. Fer- Ferugia Balk. Oh. I always remember that moment where... I saw it the, for the first time, like, right out of college. And there's that really fucked up moment where she's like... Oh, yeah? Well, if you're so powerful, why did you fucking slit your wrists? <laughs> and she looks at her wrists, and there are scars that appear. It's a trick, yeah. but she sees scars appear on her wrists, and she's like, ah! It is a creepy, awesome movie. Don't fuck All with right. Ferruja Ball because a witch. I love witches. Oh, you should watch it. It's so good. Yeah. Is it, uh, who's the girl from 
Who's like the lead in that movie? Like she's from maybe like Party of Five or Nine Hundred Two. Yeah, I know her face. She's in so many things, especially around. She's got the burns on her back. Yeah, and she heals her burns with her witch powers. Oh yeah, because she wants. Is that the one who's like ugly and she wants to be beautiful? I think uh, it's the. It's also the one from Scream. Who's the lead in Scream? Oh, I feel like such an idiot. You got you got that phone right there. Drew Barry. No, Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Campbell. It's Nev Campbell in the craft. Yes, and she comes to school. After having cured her burns with witch powers, she comes to school in a, like, tank top. Yes. And everyone's like, you're back. Oh, my God. You're beautiful now. You were ugly before. Delicious. You had scars. Delicious, smooth skin. She's, like, crop top all day. Yeah. How do you feel about practical magic? Um, They're not teen witches now, but they're fully grown witches. Fully grown witches. I prefer, uh, like, I like the... The teenage, I feel like oh. teenage angst fits well with witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I like to see, like, regular, because teenagers just, they suck. They're terrible people, and they're just, like, really mean to each other. So it gets interesting when they have magic at their disposal. Mm-hmm. That's what is appealing to me about that. Adult witches, you know, they're not as reckless, so it's not as fun. Yeah. How do like, you... I'm a big Coven fan. Okay. Okay. You know, How about this, um, Harry Potter? Never heard of him. Okay. <laughs> Actually, what's crazy is that I really, um, I never got into Harry Potter growing up because around the time where everybody was reading that, I was reading a series of unfortunate events, which is like very funny and like darker, like a dark comedy. And I was like, Harry Potter, I don't see your sarcasm. Like you're not dark. Who are you? Yeah, I couldn't. Like it was an actual regular story instead of like a sarcastic like, rude story, like, Series Unfortunate Events right. was. So I was, like, into that. Don't give me Potter. Give me Olaf. <laughs> yes. I want I want jokes, but, like, also everybody dies all the time. Um, and then I went to Harry Potter, Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, at Disney World Jealous. in Orlando. Jealous. Yeah, I went there, like, the summer after it opened because my aunt was a big uh, Harry Potter fan. I went there having known nothing about Harry Potter, like, hadn't seen any of the movies, and I was like, oh, this is dope! <laughs> I get it! And like, you got swept up in the magic of it, yes, if you will? I got, no, literally, though, like, it was so magical and, like, wonderful. Mm-hmm. I was, it, being in it, like, submerged in it, because every single detail, like, the to the gift shops, down to all the food, mm-hmm. like, everything was just mad, drenched in magic. Mm-hmm. And so that really was, like, I fully understand. But I don't know if I had this the magic inside of me to get that <laughs> from the books. Uh-huh. You know, I think I needed to go to a theme park to be surrounded by it. So now I have an appreciation. Like, mm-hmm. I can watch a movie and, like, get it. Because, mm-hmm. like, the, it wasn't coming to live off the page for me. Uh-huh. So you still, even even in that moment, you didn't retroactively go back and read the books? Oh, no, they're way too long. Okay. Absolutely not. Not doing <laughs> but that. But you will watch a movie. But I will watch the movie, yes, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Love Daniel Radcliffe. Saw him on Broadway. He's fantastic. A lot of respect for What did you guy. see him in Broadway? Um, How to Succeed in the Business Without Really oh. Trying. He was so God, him dancing. Oh, he was Tony's. such a good dancer. Uh, his little like he's so got his little small. legs, and he's a really good dancer. He's like the tiniest little like just so he was so good. Yeah. And so I'm just like a fan of his in general. I like when he talks. He says funny things. Mm. And so. He's got a great career post Harry Potter too. Oh yeah, oh, exactly. He's doing some great stuff. Swiss he's doing what he wants, which Swiss I like. Man? Big I thing. haven't seen it. It was good. Yeah, it's okay. so weird. The, um, yeah, he's into weird things now, yeah. which I like. Like, yeah. live your truth. And then I was also going to recommend, if you haven't seen Teen Witch. Oh, of course of I've course seen Teen Witch. Seen what? Teen what? How, how uh, could you ever go on top that? Oh, my goodness. What's that rap that she does? Top, top, top that. Top that. Yeah, top yeah. that. Oh, my God. Epic scene. Such I've, a, I've only ever seen that scene. Such a waste of pretty face. I'm hanging top in that. your nowhere space. Yes, wait. Do the whole rap. Um, <laughs> 
supersonic like, idiotic, supersonic <laughs> idiotic, disconnected, not respected. Who would ever really want to go on top that? Top that. 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 Yes. And it leads him. I'm getting embarrassed. That I <laughs> no, own it. No, I've seen, I've seen that it. scene. It's a good scene. Zelda Rubin's done in that movie. You don't know your powers yet, child. I love when children don't know their powers yet. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite plot points. Is if a child doesn't know his power. Uh, yeah. I love can't it. Can't wait. Matilda, oh, can't potential, wait to Potential, potential. Little magic children, oh, yes, find your potential. Oh. Matilda's going to turn into a Stephen King character. Oh, if people I, don't treat her well. I'm confused. How's, is Carrie not Matilda grown up? <laughs> because I felt like that should be a sequel. How is there not like a someone doing a parody of Matilda like 20 years later? There's like, got to be. Matilda as like a 30-year-old being like, I have these powers, and I've done really irresponsible that, that, that stuff. That's what That this city hasn't produced, like, Let's a, make it. like a Mary's <laughs> Attic, like, come to Hamburger Mary's, and it's called... Up Matilda. It's called Matilda. <laughs> it's yeah, all drag yeah. queens. <laughs> drag queens doing magic. Yeah. Drag queens with telekinesis. Have I a hamburger and a margarita the size of a barrel. Yes. <laughs> you have to get drunk, because the script's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Hamburger Mary's. I feel like the girl who played Matilda has been, like one of like pretty vocal about how terrible child stars are <laughs> or like how oh, terrible yeah. it is like be a child star yeah. she's like she like I wrote this this essay she wrote where she went through like all the things she had to do that so she could live grow up normal like all the things uh, that her parents did mm-hmm. as she was a child star compared to like what she saw other people's parents do that like contributed to her like not having a nervous breakdown and because I think somebody asked her like why aren't you crazy like the rest of them right and so she like wrote a long essay about like here's why I'm not crazy like the rest of them but also yeah. here's why the rest of them are crazy mm-hmm. right well and the important thing is I think like didn't she just straight up retire yeah she's like really normal she has like a regular degree in like a journalist or something like yeah. that she yeah. just like writes she's got an interesting uh, Twitter presence she's still like oh really posts on Twitter and stuff yeah I, I imagine that she would be a very like progressive like liberal minded yeah, person she's, mm-hmm. yeah she's very smart everything I've read from her. Uh, but at the end of the day, who are you choosing for that Comet Award for uh, fashion? I'm going to have to go with Uncle Jesse. Oh, for that crazy jacket? Yeah, it's like way over, it's, the jacket's oversized. Mm-hmm. The t-shirt that he was wearing under the jacket was not only wrinkled, but like, what is that collar? Mm-hmm. It's not quite, it's too thick to be a crew neck. They but put it's him in like thin v- to little a- thin V-necks and they look really good on him. I love him in a V-neck. I don't know what the neck of this t-shirt is. It looks crazy with the jacket. And then it's Somewhere like... Somewhere between C and V. You don't want it like touching your Adam's right. Because it's not like a like turtleneck. Like it comes up a little too high, it's but it's M. not a turtleneck. It's like a, it looks like a stretched out turtleneck. I don't know. I hate it. I hate it. It's the person at the party that's like, I don't really like talking about politics. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, non-turtleneck. Yeah, stop it. What is your neck doing? Come Figure in. out. Well, feel free to wolf with this many, many times. Woof, 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 Brandon, who is your uh, woof worthy fashion award going to? Uh, you know, what? I'm going to give it to Michelle. I, I really don't like this like full denim thing she's doing with like the pops of velvet. You don't it's like little... that's my favorite part about it. <laughs> I love pops like of velvet. velvet here, and then like the the bows, yes! uh, like her pocket pockets, and then the matching scrunchie yes! to the to the the whole thing. And there's like on her pants, there's like. A little pocket of velvet. Yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> Bring back pops of velvet. <laughs> I'm going to sew some velvet patches onto my jeans as soon as I get home. <laughs> you just like just a touch patch. them every now just and then. And God, I guess I'm going to give it to, oh goodness. Mm, I feel bad because it's Mickey Rooney and in this he's like Mickey Rooney he's, he lived so long he, <laughs> he looked old in Pete's Dragon yeah. he looks so old here and he died like 2014 2014 yeah. that is just insane to me I feel, so I feel bad but his whole look is just a little 
It's a little unsettling. Mm-hmm. His little, like, wispy white hair poking out from the Newsies cap. Kind of, this screenshot doesn't really help that we're looking at. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going to give it to Mickey Rooney. Sorry, Mickey. I do have one last question for you inspired by this episode. Okay. Um, and, of course, you do not have to name names if you do not wish to. I want to. But I want to. <laughs> Ooh, tell me. I'm I will write them and then read them. <laughs> yes. Um, has there ever been a gift similar in the vein to like this party tie situation where you you got it and you were like Jesus Christ? Oh man! To be honest, um, I have this that happens to be a lot. My grandmother and my aunts live in D.C. and so I see them like maybe once a year, usually around Christmas. And um, a lot of times, I feel like they think that I am ten still. Yeah, and they'll just like get me the most random stuff like just gadgets like you know it feels like they walked down the um as seen on tv aisle and walgreens and was yeah. just like this has buttons on it but yeah they go to bed bath and beyond and yeah. they, 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 they like, give me the beyond yeah, yeah, yeah they just get me beyond and i don't know what to do with it like it's not for my bedroom it's not for my bathroom where do i put this what's an example of like a gadget that they've given you um one time oh god they give me like for my birthday, they also mail me things too. So like, it, oh. like for for my birthday, they like sent me like a two pack of steamers. What are steamers? Like literal, like steamers. You know that you steam things with, like your clothes. Mm-hmm. A two pack, and I was like, why would I need two of these? Already, I already two had steamers. one. The thing is, they I had asked for a steamer for Christmas like two years prior, which I had gotten one, so I already had a steamer. One two years prior equals one two steamers. <laughs> exactly. Like they they knew I had a steamer, <laughs> <laughs> but they sent me two more steamers. Um, and, uh, like, a, I, I think one time I got, like, a... Three things at once. Yeah, I just have so many clothes that need to be steamed. <laughs> and I think, um, recently I got, like, a SpongeBob clock. Just, like, a regular, like, alarm clock, but just SpongeBob was on top of it. Wow. Yeah, that's was, like... It's not even, like, it was, like a college uh, gift, but I was, like, in college, and I was, like, yeah, this is... I mean, I love SpongeBob, but it wasn't, like... Like a SpongeBob themed, qu- like it didn't make SpongeBob sounds or anything. It was oh. just like a oh. like a really basic oh. alarm clock with like oh, no. a little figurine. They of, glued it. Yeah, that was like glued on there. That's bummer. So it wasn't like a really n- a nice clock. It was a very cheap clock. I wanted to be like very cheap. Wake up! It's time to go jellyfishing. I take yeah. that. Honestly, yeah. I love SpongeBob. Yeah. So like, if it did anything cool like that, movies are really good. Yeah, <laughs> like surprisingly really great. I watch SpongeBob like pretty regularly, mm-hmm. like every day. Now I'm just thinking of my Garfield phone that I had where. You picked up Garfield's back. His back removed itself oh, wow. as the phone, and his eyes would open up. Mm-hmm. And then when you put it down, he would go to sleep. Oh my goodness! Put it back it in his system. tail. His tail? I don't suppose should, that it makes should be sense. the entire cat. You guys are crazy. No, you should talk into the cat's stomach like this. Hello, little cat belly. Hello, little cat belly. And then you put the cat back on his little pillow. Why are you taking this cat apart? Why do you have to dismember the cat to talk on the phone? <laughs> My <laughs> back. <laughs> Rip off his arm. Hello? It's Can a straight up spine. <laughs> Sorry, lasagna. <laughs> I call him lasagna. Uh, um, for a long time, I, uh, as a kid, I like loved the Nutcracker. Loved the Nutcracker Ballet. Loved like listening to like that music, going mm. to see it. And there's like 30 different variations if like you want to watch a movie about the Nutcracker. So it became this thing of like, Jonathan collects Nutcrackers. We get him variations on... There's so many variations, but at a certain point, that that kind of stopped. But the gifts didn't stop, mm-hmm. and so it became a matter of like, like here's another one. Uh, I Ooh. don't really know how to communicate that this doesn't work anymore. I don't mm. have anywhere to put them. Yeah, that's what I told my family. I said, "Don't get me any more things. I don't have any more places to get to put my things. Just give me money." 
And they said, you're so funny, Asia. Here's a bunch of stuff. We don't care about your wishes. We don't care if you don't have space. We well, have these things and we want you to have them. Yeah, don't, don't you think it comes down to like, like the idea of not giving a physical thing just seems wrong to them? Yeah, and see, to me, my, I'm a, I have potential for hoarder. That side of my family are hoarders. Okay. And so and I, see the, I see it, like my house, like I'm buying more things. So I'm like, I have to nip this in the bud now. No more. I have to like freeze my Amazon Prime and just like no more stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, here, <laughs> smoke this crack. Be like us. <laughs> I'm like, no, stop buying me gadgets. Here, no. Yeah. Don't you need no, this electric chopper? Yeah. No, I don't cook. Here's two washcloths. One's pink, one's green, just like Patrick Starr. <laughs> right? Love SpongeBob. Don't you love this? Don't you want this whole... No, it wouldn't be just like two washcloths. It'd be like, here's these two boxes full of washcloths. <laughs> oh, my God. When one they do something, <laughs> they, they go all out. Like, yeah. they will get in bulk. If poss- if there's a bulk version of it, they're going to get Costco. that for me. Oh, my God. One time I told my grandma I liked, um, like, Arby's roast beef sandwiches, and she literally, like, bought... 12 Arby's roast beef sandwiches for me to eat for like the rest of the week and I was like I don't want to eat that many what? I just wanted that one that one time for a week that's she just lunch bought, and dinner literally she was like yeah you just have a sandwich in the morning and I was like what a sandwich in the morning <laughs> what are you talking about alarm goes off time for a a microwave <laughs> my morning yeah. Arby's sandwich gotta heat them all up they're oh, sitting God. in paper wrapping in the fridge like pluck this is good pluck this soggy paper just Why peel it just off just a gift card why not just let me get Arby's at my leisure? Like, why? Because it wasn't like a holiday or anything. It wasn't like a, oh, it's your birthday. 12. Let me get you Arby's. It was just like, one time I had, I was like, oh, this is, I like Arby's. And then the next day, <laughs> there was just so much Arby's at my house. And I was like, why'd you buy this? I heard you. And you liked Arby's, right? She, she took a pen and she mm. put a pen in it. Yeah. And she was like, I remember like, what you said. Yeah, I heard you say you liked Arby's, so I bought you all the Arby's. Make it a baker's dozen. <laughs> Make it 13. Mm. Just she, she loves this stuff. She loves it. That's insane. She's, In yeah. the morning. My family's <sighs> crazy. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. 240? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, too much. <laughs> oh, no. Brandon, I think it might be time for that classic question. Classic question. Classic okay. Question. Um, so, uh, catchphrases are a big part of this show. We got... You got it, dude. How rude. Have mercy. Um, so my question... Cut it out. Cut it out, of course. So my question... <laughs> yeah, come on. Huh? Uh, so my question to you is a two-parter. Okay. A, growing up, did you have a catchphrase, just something you said a lot? And then B, do you feel like you have a catchphrase now? Like, the thing is, is growing up, I did feel like I was in a sitcom. Not because, like, my life reflected it, just because I watched a lot of TV and I wanted to be in a sitcom. <laughs> so, it, I'm thinking, I seems like I should have had a catchphrase, but I think I just, like, recited the catchphrases from my favorite shows. Yeah. So, I used to say, oh, here it goes, a whole lot for yeah. Keenan and Kel. Okay. Like, that was my go-to. Who loves like, orange soda? <laughs> yeah, I loved Keenan and Kel. Yeah, so, I just, like, all of Kel's catchphrases, I just yeah. took upon myself. Um, but now, do I have a catchphrase? Maybe probably something about, like, smacking the shit out of somebody. I say that a lot. Like, I'll, like, that's, like, a, I'll flavor the end of my say, do this or I'll smack the shit out of you. Like, I just, I think that's my catchphrase. Yeah. Because that's just how, I don't know. I just always feel like. Something, something. If I don't threaten. Or I'll smack the shit out of you. Yeah, like, if I, don't, if I don't end my sentence with, or I'll smack the shit out of you, I don't think that it'll get done. Yeah. So I have to, like, put it there just to be, like, and I'm serious, because if you don't do it, I'll right. smack the shit out of yeah, you. Yeah, it's the hard underline. Can you yeah. take the trash out, or I'll smack the shit out of you? Yeah. Like, yeah. take the trash out, or. Because if I just say, can you take the trash out? Trash yeah. not getting taken out no. for a few days. Right. But if I say, take that trash out, or I'm going to smack the shit out of you, then, like, right. trash you, is getting taken you out. You present your hand. Like, do you uh, see this? I'm going to smack the shit out of you. You know your face, right? You're full of shit. I'm going to smack it out. <laughs> oh, I'll take the trash out. You're full of shit. You're full of oh, shit. I'm going to smack no. the shit out of you. There's shit everywhere. Well, I had to smack the shit out of him. I told him I was going to do it. Should have planned for it. 
good. Also, I would like my catchphrase to now be chocolate boing boing, which is right. what uh, Joey was eating that made him fat or something. I don't know. What's crazy is they've said that before. So in the reality of so the house, catchphrase. chocolate boing boings are a real thing. Yeah, two episodes, I think. There's like, yeah, at one point, Becky in a fantasy, like a nightmare sequence, Jesse has, Becky's in love with Joey, and she shoves a whole (laughs) chocolate bowling bowling into his mouth like he's a Pez dispenser. Like, (laughs) chocolate bowling bowling. that chocolate bowling bowling. What's the cereal they all eat? I can't remember the cereal, but you know the candy I'm thinking of. Teddy, who's not in this, and I wish Teddy was in this, Taj Maori, Uh he has Snickles. Would you like a Snickle? It's clearly a Skittle. (laughs) But it's a... It's a, yeah, they took Snickers and, and they took Skittles. Skittles. Snickle. Snickles. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you, I would but like it's them. a fruit. Would yeah. you want to tell them Snickles, Michelle? So, so we have Snickles, we have Oboats. 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 Oboats is the cereal and chocolate boy boys. Chocolate boy boys. lay off the boy boys, y'all. I just watched an episode of, like a couple months ago, I watched an episode of Punky Brewster for another podcast. They go to a real grocery store in the episode to get around that. She talks about a fake cereal called like, Minkles or something like Minkle Wizards or something. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it's called. But they turn all the real cereal boxes around. That's all you need. Like, oh no, the brands. <laughs> Look at this maze instead. Yeah. Back of this Lucky Charms box. Yeah. It's clearly soup, red. Soup, 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 soup. <laughs> Ketchup doesn't exist. Uh, filming. Uh, <laughs> I love little camera hacks. Man, like Snick when it was like Keenan and Kel and Schnick. all that. That was my TJF. Nah. Snick. Yeah. Honestly, I always yeah. forget that, yeah, you, you're, you were the Snick kid. I was a Snick kid. Same. Man. I was a Snick. I'm still Cousin, a Nickelodeon Cousin kid. Ske- but Cousin like, Skeeter. Yeah. Cousin Skeeter. Thank you so much for saying that. Because Love Let me tell Skeeter. you something. I, um, Crazy premise for a show. Right, right now, I'm, uh, <laughs> I like just got, I just got back from LA. I was mm-hmm. there for three months and just like kind of writing and pitching shows. So one of these shows that I have, like we had the idea that one of the characters would be played by a puppet. Like just because and so I keep trying to be like you know like Cousin Skeeter where like he's a puppet and nobody know, like nobody ever talks about it like he's just a puppet and it exists and they're like what is Cousin Skeeter and I'm like how does everybody not know this show it's a, it should be a very topical reference that everybody knows Cousin Skeeter yeah. if you haven't watched Cousin Skeeter go it's watch great. an episode wonder, Bill Bellamy's best work I wonder how many years it was actually on because I feel like that was Maybe a show that one or two seasons yeah I feel yeah. like it was a short run but it, it like was. made like it made an impression I mm-hmm. the, it's all on YouTube mm-hmm. and I've watched it Again, recently, like maybe in the past year, and it's still really funny. Asia, thank you for joining us. Thank you all so much for having me. This was yeah. a blast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you uh, would like to uh, promote at this point, like ways people can find you online or any personal projects? Um, let's see, let's see. Oh, if you haven't seen Brown Girls the web series, check that out. Um, browngirlstheseries.com, I believe, or else just Google it. It's like super popular. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm in an episode of that. But um, you can find me on Twitter. There you go. Euthanasia. Um, so like E-U-T-H-A-N. And then the Asia part is A-A-S-I-A. Because that's how you spell my name. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, find, follow me on Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram. I think it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Great. And we're also on Twitter. I'm at B-W-E Shock. Uh, my handle is J-O-N-P-E-R-N-I-S-E-K. Uh, we want to take this moment. Uh, we were recently aiming for 101. Uh, we, we were, well, at this point, I should say, we are at 101 iTunes store ratings mm-hmm. um so we have absolutely exceeded our mm-hmm. original goal uh we uh, of course we were using the word review we were throwing the word review around and uh we don't have 101 written reviews we have around like 50 between 50 and 60 but we have 101 ratings and i like to think 
that's synonymous. Yeah. So I'll give it to you. Yeah. I, I, I thank you very much. But yeah, thank you, everyone. We were at 90 before we kind of we were, had to make it a goal. Right? Yeah, I think we were on that. So since then, you've got we've gotten 10 plus ratings. Thank you so much. People really delivered. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the, re, the really recent reviews are super nice. So mm-hmm. um, if you're listening through iTunes, uh, feel free to contribute to that. Uh, but we're not going to push that angle anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also stream through uh, Stitcher and HowWePodcast.LIBSWayIn.com. We're on Facebook, uh, the Tumblr, which is for supplemental materials. That's hrpodcast.tumblr.com. Uh, I think uh, our last guest would have been uh, Kip. Mm-hmm. So from that, uh, there is some, uh, I can't remember what it is, but it's material inspired by Kip's episode. And you can email us at thehowrudepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, this is the part of the show where we say our names as individuals. I say, and we'll see you next time on. And then together we say the two-word phrase, how rude. Now, I just said that, mm-hmm. but Brandon is going to get, he's going to be a sneaky bunny and he's going to mess up that whole thing by doing yeah. something very funny. When was the last time you saw Brandon do something funny? You just met him today. <laughs> so I would assume that. minutes. I'll take it. Some Some people, people really take mm-hmm. that question. I don't think I've ever, ever seen you yeah, do a single yeah. funny thing. Yeah, right? Some people have said, in all honesty, low about hanging, 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit that John likes to have everyone reach out and grab. Hey, grab it. Yeah. My buddy Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brandon Shockney. I am John Pernasek. And I'm Asia Lachey Bullock. And we'll see you next time on. You better do it! I'll kick the shit out of you! <laughs> it's just Mickey. <laughs> Excuse me, what? <laughs> Who do you think's older? Rudolph or Mickey? Uh, ooh. Mm. As a character? Maybe mm. Mickey's me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't like the idea of it being. They're both fun. fake. Be honest with your children. <laughs> yeah.
to it to set uh, to make some noise for popular girls that really like boys what's it going to be who's got the power Luis and Brass uh, finest hour Richie and Polly Randa and Rhett Kiki Dorsey and Nate don't forget Malloy and Weaver has got it on lock Snap and Serena you can't top that